If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hey, in this episode of Mind Pump, mm. this one, for the first 43 minutes, we do our non-fitness introductory conversation. This is the fun part for us. We talked about the show Blue Planet on Netflix. Yeah, That's Adam a, finally got in on the party. Yeah, we talked about my favorite animals, the very cool dolphins. Mm. They're, uh, they're, yeah. Matches his low back tattoo. That's, yeah. that's why I got it, in fact. And we talked about psychedelics and how they gave dolphins LSD. Yeah. Damn scientists doing crazy shit like they that. They love experimenting. Time. Then we talked about Greenspan's dire economic warning. He just said uh, to batten down the hatches because there may be some crazy stuff happening in the economic future of this country. Buy and, gold. And as part of that, we talked about essential financial planning. Uh, one of those things is life insurance. You probably should get life insurance both to pay for and help the people that are left behind if something were to happen to you and because funerals are really expensive. And if you're fit and healthy, the place to get your life insurance because you'll get the best prices is Health IQ. If you go to healthiq.com forward slash mind pump, you can get a free quote specifically for fit and healthy people. Then we talked about the Home Alone remake, the Google ad. Uh, Adam brought that up. Um, oh, good news. New York now allows nunchucks. They're no longer banned. Yeah. So all the ninjas listening right now, you're cool. Know. You can come out of the <laughs> you're hiding. safe. Yeah. You, you can walk around with your out nunchucks. Out of the shadows. Then we talked about cassava flour snacks. One of my favorites is from Siete. They make these nacho cheese chips and ranch chips that are amazing and they're grain free they also make tortillas i don't know if you guys knew this that's seven in spanish yeah so. they, is it thank you yeah. they also make tortillas that you can make your tacos out of that are also grain free so for all of those why uh, are you looking at me i feel like that's racist dude not, not, <laughs> hey adam just, yes i know i know how to make a taco yeah, uh, yeah. Are, you, are you having tamales on christmas yeah. yeah anyway uh you can find those products and more at thrive market they are the on the biggest online marketer or seller i should say of non-GMO or and organic products in the universe. It, we are sponsored by mm. Thrive Market. Uh, we got something for you, by the way. If you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash mind pump, you'll get a month free membership and $25 off your first order. Then Justin brings a scientific article. Apparently, cussing makes you stronger. Yes. Fuck, Z- fuck this, yes. When Justin fuck brings yeah. the science. That's yeah. right. And then Christina says and a very, fucking awesome. very bad word. Yeah. Yes, she uh, did. So you might want to fast forward that part. mouth, that one. Yeah. Then we talked about punishing kids with soap. No, you are not putting soap in socks and hitting them. You're just making them eat the soap. <laughs> when they say bad words. Find out what happened to Justin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. his, uh, my childhood. His mom. I'll tell you what. Traumatic. Took it to the next level. Yeah. Then we talked about the app that the kids are using, TikTok. Kind of cool uh, conversation there. Then we get into the fitness part of this episode. This is where we answer fitness questions. And we had guest fitness question asker. Extraordinaire. uh, Christina Rice on the show. Say hi, Christina. Hey. She did a great job asking these questions. So the first question was, uh, CrossFit and Spartan both claim to have the fittest people on earth. Who is right? We determine the winner in that part. Very scientific. Neither. Yeah. The next question was, what are some really good snowboard prep exercises? Of course, I give my two cents because I think I know everything, even though I've never <laughs> snowboarded. Uh, but Adam, avid snowboarder, Justin does snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, so their advice uh, you should definitely Valuable. listen to. Um, and then, of course, Adam says that sometimes he listens to Brain FM's 
focus music while he's snowboarding to get into the zone. We are sponsored by Brain FM. If you go to brain.fm forward slash mind pump, you get $20, excuse me, 20% off these beats that will improve your performance. The next question was, hypothetically speaking, if we were stuck in a gas station for a week, what would we eat to stay healthy? Find out who wants to eat the orange cupcakes that cause cancer. Yeah. (laughs) Those and red ropes. The same guy that will drink the nacho cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And the last question, what's a part of the business that we have to do every day that we don't like doing? Find out what we hate doing that we have to do in order to make this company run. Also, you only have three days left. Three. One, two, three. After that, this promotion is over. Over. Get 20, I'm glad you counted that out for you everybody. You got to let people know. Yeah. Get $20 off the launch of our new MAPS program, MAPS Starter. Now, this program was designed for beginners, for people who are deconditioned. It's done with dumbbells and physio balls at home. It is extremely appropriate for people who want to get started on a resistance training program and reap all the benefits of lifting weights. Very simplistic, but very effective, that, Sal. That's right. It's good for building muscle, burning body fat, and getting your body ready for the heavier, harder resistance training programs that we also offer, uh, which you can find uh, at mapsfitnessproducts.com. But if you want to check out the new product, the MAPS Starter Program, go to MAPS Starter. There's two S's in the middle, M-A-P-S-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com, and use the code STARTER20, that's STARTER and the number 20, no space, for $20 off. Also, if you do this in the next three days, you get that discount, plus you get a free t-shirt and one year of forum access for free. Go check it out. The new Blue Planet blew my mind. Did you watch the one where the sperm whales just like- a lot of blues. Where they're just like, like this look, they're just hanging. They look like they're plants. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just floating in the ocean. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, that one had- had Those cuttlefish with the changing pigment- and, yeah. And, oh man, that was a trip. To how about the things. how about the fish that's smart enough to go get like the clams on the a edge? clownfish? Oh yeah, that's and a little then, Finding and Nemo. Slam it and, and then slam it against yeah. the rock and open it. Yeah, fishers. I thought they were dumb, but they're smarter than we think. Oh, and they talk to each other. Like who? Pa- like you know, we talked about the Nintendo thing. Yeah. Like who passes that down in the fish world? Like you're just born and you know to go get you know to go get these clams and slam them against a the rock. It's a little weird, don't you think? Yeah, it's, it is kind of weird. I bet you there's an under-the-sea internet. <laughs> How's the song go? Under-the-sea internet. Internet ways. <laughs> I'm convinced. Things Can I, will get better. It could have been the weed, though, that had me thinking. So this. I have yeah. to... Do you, I, I think that was it. Were you, were you... I know what you were doing, Adam. You were sitting there blazed, and you were thinking, what if I lived under the ocean? So... My favorite do thing mermen to do, exist? I, I haven't watched it. You guys have talked about it now twice on the show, and I've been itching to watch it, and I haven't had a night where I've got home before Katrina, and I've had the house to myself. So last night I got home, and she had to go do some work event. I can't remember what she was doing. and So she wasn't going to be home for a couple hours, and I was like, what am I going to do? I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Pornhub. I'm going <laughs> to- Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, a, different, that's <laughs> yeah. a different night. That's Yeah, Thursday nights. No, so I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Blue Planet. So I got my little- Ashtray already, and I yeah. got the, the surround sound. I got my DevTech surround sound, surround sound all set up now. Oh, and shit. Then, oh, so, if you have like the perfect TV oh. and everything, like that is such the perfect show. Was she, it just like, were you, it, it's euphoric. It's very, yeah. very euphoric. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I, 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 Did I'm, you cry a little bit? I don't cry, but oh, it sucks whoa. me in. It does to me sometimes. It's, uh, she'll come in. You cry and I'm, that? Huh? If I see something that is, uh, 
enthralling. It has to do with nature. Mm. I want to cry. I don't cry, but I want to. Oh, you, you want to. Yeah. I can't make myself, though. I'm too mm. too strong, yeah, but you, I try. You push it back yeah. in. Yeah, it just goes right back inside. Mm. But that show is, and I have to admit something that's a little bit, I don't know why it's embarrassing to admit this. It shouldn't be embarrassing. Because you know why it's embarrassing? Because girls claimed this a long time ago, and, and I'm going to take it back. Ooh. Dolphins are the baddest animals on the planet. Oh, that's God. it. I said it. Baddest. No, they're not. Uh, Dolphins are they're awesome. Intelligent. Extremely. And, but baddest? N- bro, they're fast. Come on, dude. Orcas. They're f- yeah. They'll they're, eat them for breakfast. But they're like they're like they're like dolphins. They're all the same kind of family. Yeah, I mean they're majestic. But they're yeah. so smart, and then they. I don't know, I'm thinking of different different and, adjectives and, here. And they do shit for fun. It's a fish that does stuff purely for fun. A lot of them do. No, they don't. Did you see the stingrays? What do they, they do for fun? When they get over to the, um, I forget what 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 uh, what part of the ocean they get to, but they all migrate to an area. And they jump yeah, out. Yeah, then they jump out yeah. and, they, and they belly flop. Yeah. And they're all doing belly flops. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, why are they doing right. that? That's uh, just, they're cool. That's like you but in summer, summer camp, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but dolphins Belly flopping. Dolphins spin things. Dolphins are yeah. just super rad, and then they, they have lots of sex. Don't they have lots of sex, Justin? I think you they You were do. telling me something about that. Absolutely. I, I've watched it. They're super into cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know that- With have, everybody. Did apparently. you know that dolphins uh, have been known to save human lives? Did you know this? No. Yes. There's Explain. There's Explain yourself. True, I have heard about that. True stories where people were in the ocean and were surrounded by sharks or something, or like a shark, something dangerous, and dolphins will come over and they'll 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 hit the shark with their with their nose and get the shark away and surround the human to protect them from the dangerous shark. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Name one other animal in the ocean that protects yeah, they humans got our that back. way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So dolphins are awesome. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed to say it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, explains. I mean, that's the tattoo. I might say it explains the low back tattoo now. I, yeah. It does explain Perfect. that. It's a. I don't know why it's leaping I mean, over a I mean, rainbow. Quote unquote bat ass, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's jumping over stars. Yeah. <laughs> and the moon. Yeah. It's just. I just like their language. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they do. It's what did favorite. you just say? I, I mean, I'll leave that to interpretation. Yeah. yeah. You know what's cool about dolphins? So did you guys know that that a long time ago, I might be making this up. You ever make something up once and say it enough times and you don't know if it's true or not? <laughs> I think Maybe you do Doug, it all the time. Doug, try to <laughs> so confirm I. this. And I believe you, like every time. So far, I've been, I've been, it, it hasn't happened, but maybe I'm wrong on this. But I think right. that at one point there was researchers that gave dolphins LSD- yeah, to see if they could communicate, communicate with them. them or expand their mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know this? No. Yeah, look up LSD. Dolphin. There it is. There it is. Yeah, what just... we've learned from giving dolphins LSD. Look at his. Look at the smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. It's, that's crazy. He's like, oh, the colors are so much cooler. So it it worked. It says communication between humans and animals may be possible after all. Well, they do communicate with each other, and what I find that so fascinating is here we yeah. are. Apparently, the smartest animals on Earth, apex predators. We invent all kinds of cool stuff. We think so abstractly, but we cannot figure out dolphin language. Yeah. We cannot figure out how they communicate with each other. 
and it must have to do with something other than just the sounds. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It must have to do with the tempo or it's something so complex it's like clicking and the- or something outside of our scope, so outside of our scope that we just can't. Because imagine if we could figure it out and while they're talking to each other, subtitles well, pop underwater, up. underwater, I mean, you have to make sounds that carry really far. Yeah. So it, I, I just don't think that we perceive that tight. It's it's almost like, like a dog whistle or something mm. like that. It's like you just don't, uh, you don't hear it the same way. Wow. What does that say right there, Doug, about what happened when they were on acid? It says that They're they like, were- We spoke to the dolphins. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. see. They I remember. were yeah. far more vocal than usual. So I guess they, they spoke a lot more when they were on acid. They're probably like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening out. in my brain? Uh, or what if they just all of a sudden were like, whoa, I'm a dolphin. Well, I, I think it wasn't Blue Planet, but it was another one of those uh, shows that talked about how a lot of these animals or most animals do seek like euphoria through other ways. Like yeah. there's birds. I think dolphins will, won't they do something with pufferfish? Mm-hmm. And it's like they're getting high yeah, off of the like pufferfish? Yeah, it's like almost every species gets high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of them do. Some animals will make themselves dizzy. They'll spin. Same difference, right? Yeah, yeah. It's getting high. And then there's other, I forgot what animal it was. They could twist a joint up, they would. I know but, birds eat a certain kind of berry or something like that. No, birds do the ants, the fire ants. Oh, yeah. So there's birds that will get like the fire ants and they'll put them under their wings. And because the fire ants have like a little bit of, it's like their bite's a little poisonous, just enough to like get them high. And so they rub the fire ants on their on their stomach and their wings. That's crazy. Weird. Isn't that weird? There was a there was a there's also animals that will eat certain types of fermented berries because yeah. it's like it's got That's alcohol. Yeah. So they sit there and get drunk off of the fermented berries. I feel like it's crows. Is it crows that yeah, do that? They're, they're really smart. They yeah. Do, yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. There's a theory that humans developed the concept of afterlife and uh, religion and all that stuff because of psychedelic natural compounds like hunter gatherers. Right. And so, you know, the gatherers, so probably the first high people were probably women because they were the gatherers. Mm. So there they are gathering food makes a lot of sense. and they're gathering, you know, different edible things and they find mushrooms and they're probably like, you know, okay, well we don't have much food today. Let's test this out and see what happens. Eat the mushrooms <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, wasn't there some kind of stoned ape theory? Mm-hmm. Uh, was Terrence McKenna or the mm-hmm. McKennas? Uh, yeah, they were talking about that. And as far as the brain development, like we had this like rapid development after we found psychedelics. Well, there. This is all stuff that I we. Mean, it's all speculative. This is all stuff that we know, right? For in terms of like what we can find, because stuff there's stuff that's so old that we don't have record. But for what we have. It's like humans were the same, and then all of a sudden, I think, I don't remember what it was, around ten or 20,000 years, something like that, or no further, all of a sudden, humans displayed belief in like after uh, the you know, afterlife, and they started coming up with what looks like rituals that are, you know, religious-based or whatever, but before that, there wasn't anything or any type of, of uh, evidence, and so they think what happened was these people discovered natural psychedelic compounds, and it just, because think about it this way, like if if... Think about how abstract some of the things that we take for granted are mm-hmm. and how a leap of, of mind power it took to come up with some of these concepts like I don't like the after like the afterlife. Like that's a very abstract thought that we don't even, you know, we don't even consider anymore. We think it's like not a big deal. But to you know, humans were like hey, we're animals, so we just see we're alive when we're dead, we're in the moment. Somebody came up with this concept of no, your existence happens, it continues past the time that you actually die. That's a very abstract 
crazy thought. Very abstract. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we figured out that that gave us purpose and we started to live longer and live better. I, there's definitely, there's mm. a, there's a, they call it the God gene. There's, there's a, an evolutionary purpose for us believing in that kind of stuff. Right. And a lot of scientists think that's what it is. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Like why would you do anything for the next five generations when you're not going to benefit from it? Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With the yeah. like, Hey, you know, you should go over that, that mountain over there and you know, and we know that there's saber tooth lions and shit, but you know, for us to continue to survive and you know, you'd probably be like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm you all right. Go. Yeah. You, fuck <laughs> you, guys. you go. Yeah, exactly. Get after it. <laughs> So anyways, yeah. did you guys see what uh, Greenspan said? You guys know what Greenspan is, right? Of course. If he, if he says it, it's what's going down. Well, okay, is it doom and when gloom? It come, when it comes what? to the market, man. He's the fet, He's the former- He was the first one to come out with before the, the, the big housing crisis. When yeah. He, he called that shit way early. So he was a Federal Reserve chairman, uh-huh. and he warned us two decades ago that irrational exuberance in the stock market uh, you know, would, would see equity prices kind of do some crazy shit. Anyway- He's saying right now that the markets could still go up further, but he warned investors that the correction is going to be very painful. He says at the end of that run, run for cover. Mm. And he basically said, the title of this article was, uh, investors should prepare for the worst. Batten down the hatches, huh? Yeah. So, you know, and this reminds me of, of a few staple things that I think people should all consider when it comes to like protecting your money and investing, like things that we don't even consider, especially when we're young, like having liquid cash, I think is real important. You know, we, we tend to put ourselves in debt and we buy things, we have payments on stuff, but having liquid money in the bank. Like that, physical assets. Yeah, yeah, physical assets can protect you, but if those value of those assets decline, like the housing market, right? you know, like if you buy a house for 600 grand and you get a loan for 600 grand and shit goes south, and now your your loan is for six hundred grand, but your house is worth two hundred grand. Right. Like you know, that's what happened with the housing market, right? A lot right. of people had to walk away. Um, life insurance is another very important staple thing that a lot of people. Don't. I was just looking at that with mm. Doug. Doug had. What me, were you guys looking at? Well, he had me up on the health IQ thing, and there, you know, Rachel and him were trying to convince me to do that. I'm like, to get life insurance? Yeah, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to fucking leave my money to anybody. There's nobody I want to leave money to. And then- God, Rachel, you're stingy. You're dead. I, I know. Rachel, well, Rachel spoke I up. I feel like said, you should leave it to us. Well, what about Katrina somebody. is what she said to oh, me. Oh yeah, we'll take care of her. And I said, okay, well, that's a, that's a good point. But I said at the same time too, I don't want to leave her so much money that she's motivated for me to die. You know? <laughs> so so we we figured out that I'm going to do a million dollar policy. So a million dollar policy, which I feel good about that. I'm like, that would handle any sort of major bills or anything that she might have and I'll feel good about that. But it's not quite enough money where she's like, you know, this guy is not going to make very much money. Yeah, because you're worth because right now you're worth more than a million. She's right. Like, well, a million, but that's then what you're I'm saying. Like, make more than yeah, that. exactly. She's like, keep him around every year. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. make that kind of There's money. More potential I can squeeze. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to like a, a ten million or a hundred million dollar type of policy. Because yeah, then it's, she's like, I don't know if he's going to make that much. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just he's better off way. dead, right? Yeah. So I don't want it to be motivated. She starts rolling tobacco in your joints. Yeah. It's only. It was actually only. It's the long play. A little over five hundred bucks for a twenty year policy. Five hundred bucks, what a year? Yeah, so it's oh, le- not bad. Less than fifty, dude. Bucks. If you're fit and healthy, this is see health IQs. They're freaking amazing. In yeah, this. they're on top of it. They're amazing. In this because if you're a fit, healthy person and you go to a regular, go get a regular policy, they don't really consider. They, I mean, they consider good health, but it's not. They're working with a pool of average people. Health IQ is working with just fit and healthy people, so you're gonna get the best prices. Well, and that's what I, I was saying. Okay. Because I've been, per, I've been has, it's fifty less than fifty bucks. It was like five twenty for a million dollar policy, right? Yeah. 
And that's and that's enough to where I feel like okay, if if I were to go, that she wouldn't be fucked. She wouldn't be fucked with Bill. She could take care. Well, of Well, all joking aside, and I, I know we're making joke in light of this, uh, but do you know how much a, a funeral costs? Right. Oh, it's dude. Yeah, that that is that's the most unfortunate side that people don't want to light recognize. Me, light me on fire. Oh man, that's expensive I've, too. I've been no, no, through. No. Some, I mean, literally, throw some gasoline. Yeah, on no, me, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, yeah, yeah just just break the law me for up. me. You, right. I've bent the rules. That'll cost me. You know <laughs> scatter me on yeah. you know the universe. I don't yeah. care. No, it's ex- there are tens of thousands of dollars yeah, for for a funeral. So it's like you, you know, it's, I don't care how filthy rich I am when I die. Like, I want my family to just not spend uh, any money on that. Really? Yeah. Can I can I put you in like a you could protein whatever, powder, whatever cheaper protein powder, uh, cheaper I, the better. Ingest your essence. Wow. Yeah, put pocket the money. I'm saying if I leave you, if I leave you with a million or ten, I'm gonna plant like that, an atom tree. You That's go as cheap do. as you can. Yeah. Make me the smallest little. Put a little plaque. <laughs> Where you guys can all show up once a year and be like, "We miss you, bro." I'm saying that's it. I don't <laughs> Adam know. Tree. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the top of it's gonna be like not that many leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not funny. That's not funny at all. At least not funny at all. I'm sorry. Ooh, it's, just yeah. a little brown at the top. You know, just, just, just a little bit of that is why not is this semblance not of it, funny you know, at all. Why is the plant? Dri- uh, why is the tree growing it used to like be that? So full and lush. It's so yeah. weird. Every time. No, I was, I was gonna do. Donate like a big library, you know, for oh God. downtown. <laughs> Adam's, Adam's Adam's library. library. Yeah, <laughs> and, and everybody can All go the books check you out read. digital no, books. You have life. Do you have a life insurance already? Justin? Yeah, I do. I have kids. I mean, this is the thing. It's like yeah. uh, you think more about these things then, but yeah. I think the per, like in Adam's case, if he he got on this now, he'd get even a better rate. I, I would I would imagine. Yeah, yeah that's he, what Doug was showing me. I mean, the younger you are, the cheaper. I mean, if you were ten years younger than I was, it would be it would be. It's not, a, I wish I would have got mine earlier. Is what I'm, I'm saying. telling you. It's a dumb thing to not invest in. It's just it's not expensive if you're fit and healthy and relatively young. It's just not. How many things do you spend more than 500 bucks well, a year on? That was my point to Doug. I was like, okay, I literally have like five gym memberships that I'm paying like $49, $39 a month. It's like, I cancel one of those gym memberships and now I have life insurance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, and I'm covered for 20 years at a million dollars. It's kind of a no brainer to at least have that at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So I did mine a while ago. Um, I, I, this is before health IQ and I'm going to do another policy because you can have more than one policy, right, Doug? I can have, I can have a bunch of, cause I did one with Doug years ago when he was my client. Um, and I, I think I want to get, definitely get another one and I might get one that's like you said, a million or 2 million. Yeah. Just to, yeah, we don't want to motivate our better halves to get rid of us. Yeah, right? no. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to leave too much. Yeah. Money. Can you leave like it? I'll get it without her knowing. Doug, yeah. can you leave it just to your kids? It, it, you can make anybody the beneficiary. Even even underage, you can do that, and then they'll get it when they're when they turn eighteen. He has no microphone, but I'll, I'll yeah. Here you go. Use Justin's. You can leave it to anyone. However, kids are under eighteen, so they need some type of guardian. So it's ideal if you have a living trust, mm. which will dictate uh, how the money is distributed, who's going to be the guardian of the children, et cetera, et cetera. So that's important to do that. But yes, you do want to have your kids as your beneficiaries ideally your significant other uh, as your primary mm-hmm. justin did you, you you smell a little bit like douglas fir is that <laughs> uh is that purposeful yeah he's got the yes yes we do have a guest here today christina rice is sitting hey. right over there yeah. Hi, she has my microphone hey. yeah Sorry, but she gave it. me some <laughs> essence of douglas fir mm, yeah douglas it's fir. exuding uh off of you is so that, justin you did so you have life insurance then you did I you did. dictate that or what did, like this what doug was just saying uh 
Yeah, no. My wife was responsible for that, so I'd have oh, to okay. to check that out with her. So <laughs> she, I, she took yeah, care of the whole thing. Yeah, I she, didn't she, do any of that. So. She, she's fine. <laughs> She'll be just fine. Yeah. She, yeah, exactly. I might have to actually revisit it yeah. and uh, look and see if I can cut myself. In Keeps there finding somehow. glass right, in his yeah. pasta. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a piece of glass in this, <laughs> this pasta? What's going on? Here? Uh, yeah, weird. <laughs> anyway. Hey, did you guys see the uh, the advertisement that um, Google did? With the Home Alone remake? Oh, no. Just sent, oh, I didn't it's, see that yet. It's it so good. good. It's it's Macaulay Culkin, but he's an adult. And they did a whole remake of like the Home Alone scene. Uh, of Classic. Him. Yeah, no, it's a great it's a great little ad. It's hilarious. Was it really good? Yeah, yeah, you guys got to watch it. Now, is it just for online? Or are they posting it on TV? Oh, I don't know. I might hit TV. I'm not sure. Okay. It, it's online right now. She sent it over in an ad, and I just watched I watched the ad. It's mm. pretty hilarious. Oh, Justin, I got some good news for you. You do? I okay. got really good news for you. Sweet. New York. Okay, so now when you go to New York, you can now carry nunchucks. So they're, they're not- <laughs> Finally. That, w- that wasn't allowed? Did, yeah, it was actually banned in New York State in 1974. They actually banned nunchucks. You ready for this? What? They banned it in 1970. This is a great example of how silly government can be because they'll just overreact. I have nothing to do, right? Oh, we got to yeah. make more laws. It was banned because they were they had some fears that youth inspired by martial arts movies would create widespread mayhem. <laughs> with when it, like This is when the kung fu movies were getting all popular. Yeah, yeah. Like so, every oh, kid on the street. Yeah, yeah. Well, not, yeah, not to make like here's the deal. Nunchucks are only really dangerous if you really know how to use them. Yeah, well, they're more dangerous to yourself. Also, hit yourself in the head. Also, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. You imagine? Oh, we should have banned nunchucks. That's otherwise that you know that whole thing would have never happened. <laughs> how great oh, would you man. see someone try to like hold up a bank or something like that just, with nunchucks? <laughs> <laughs> just swinging. I don't know about you guys, but you just somebody, hit a button. You somebody know. pulls nunchucks on me and asks me for my wallet. I'm gonna be. Give it to him just because it's cool. Be like, show me some oh, shit. I, yeah. I'm gonna sit there and watch yeah. for a minute you, and then let him hit me. You deserve yeah. you deserve my wallet <laughs> yeah. for that, sir. <laughs> anyway, yeah, some guy had him and got busted, and Ooh. some cops took him in, used that law to. Is there know, a lift on Ninja Stars too? I mean, did it? Uh, you know, what are we looking at? Yeah, Ninja Stars were banned, I think, too, in a really? lot of states. Yeah, <laughs> which I find I hilarious those. too. Yeah, I told you about uh, growing up, my friend Karate Chris, right? He actually was named. Karate Chris. Was we name. called him Karate Chris. I mean, he he was that that kid that would always go up to Chinatown. And he'd get like every illegal weapon you could possibly get and bring it back. And we all, you know, in his backyard, uh, played with him. Really? Yeah. And just throw him against the fence. Oh yeah, ninja stars, nunchuck. I mean, we had like smoke bombs, like you name it. <laughs> What's Dude. a ninja star? A, What's a oh ninja star? You what? Need, you need to leave right now. <laughs> You new here? <laughs> yeah, I am. A ninja star is a uh, it's a metal it's a sharp metal. Wait a second, you didn't watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. What? I wish I had one. No, right they now. scared Just... me. They're all slimy. Oh my god! Ninja Turtles weren't slimy. Yeah, they were. What the hell kind of Ninja Turtles are you watching? The what? old the old one with the really yeah they were like right. The no, original ones. No. no. Not um like they were people. You're too young for the original original ones. What was the original one? The original ones were way old. So they go that goes all the way back to when I was like a kid. Teenage mutant ninja yeah. turtles. Like vanilla ice was in it. Did you see vanilla? No. Yeah, see that right there. Go ninja, go ninja, oh, go. That's so th- called a ninja star. Yeah, and then you can throw it and because it has multiple points, it yeah, will it'll, stick it'll stick into your uh adversary. Hopefully the jugular. Interior, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what? You know what happened to me when I was a kid. My dad found a ninja star at the dump. Which, by the way, side note, little side. We'll just go to the left here for a second. 
you can find all kinds of crazy shit at the dump. Uh, yeah. Do you know many things my dad brought home from the dump? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't, but I'm really curious, though. <laughs> a lot of cool things. Trust me. Yeah. So what my, that's how I had, pretty much my bedroom that, set. That's how I, I, <laughs> that's yeah. my sweater. That's how I got, <laughs> got my- a great rug that really ties the room that's together. That's how I got a mini bike. That's where your style Someone came from? actually dumped a mini bike yeah. at the freaking dump, and my dad got it, brought it home. Oh, that's it. awesome. Yeah. So he brought home a Ninja Star once. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I'm 12. Yeah. And I was throwing it at the fence, getting making it get it stuck in the fence. And I threw it and it went over the fence. And, and it killed a dog. No, it almost hit some kids. <laughs> killed the dog. Oh, it almost, it, I threw it over the fence and I'm like, ah! And it ran out there and these kids were looking at me and I could tell that I had like kind of went between them. You imagine you know, hitting someone with a ninja star in yeah, real life? Yeah, that would hurt. Uh, in your defense with a dump, though, screwed. I tell you a good strategy. If you live in a near or in a rich neighborhood, once a year, uh, these neighborhoods will have Dive a, in their trash. No, they have this <laughs> where you can put any size stuff that you want to put out on the front of your house and they'll pick it up. Mm. I forget what the name of the, the the day is, but we have Oh this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the all the all the nice They did the big dumpers the uh, dumpster, excuse me. No, no, no. This is like you put it out on your front. Like you could put like, you know, let's say you have an old barbecue, you've got an old washer machine, a something couch. huge. Yeah, a big piece of uh, of furniture or appliance that you want to get rid of that would be a hassle to take to the dump. And one time a year, they allow you to put that out in front of your house. And when you cruise the rich neighborhoods, a lot of people just get rid of their old stuff that they didn't yes. want. And so I my I had a, a girlfriend, and her dad was like Mr. Handy Guy that always made me fix shit at my house, which drove me crazy. But I remember telling him that, I was like, oh, I got to get, an, I gotta get a, a new barbecue. New? Why would you buy a new barbecue? People will get rid of those things all the time. And he one day waited till the, and sure shit, somebody pushed a barbecue out and it was broken it didn't work you know but there was just a couple things that need to be fixed on it. and then i had like this you know 300 dollars barbecue that he picked up off of someone's house and fixed like a 20 dollars part on it that's you know? funny yeah i actually we there was a day like that when i was in chicago and i was living off campus and i was uh you know at this this college and that was the thing was this rich neighborhood they would you know put out all of their old furniture or whatever and like old is in quotes because it was like basically like a year old yeah, you know yeah. like there's like Ugh. and they got like brand new stuff and so we would just we would just drive around with trucks <laughs> right and just like, like fuck by we were dirt poor yeah. you know we we're college students and it like seriously outfitted our entire place so, great strategy yeah. that's so awesome yeah the when i was a kid the reason why you would pay attention to what things threw away was because that was the only place you would ever find pornography Oh yeah, that was only that's that like was a gold mine. Yeah, and sometimes people throw away a dirty magazine, and you were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. I have a question uh, for you guys. Do you guys know what cassava is? Yes. Yeah. Well, I know you know what it is. <laughs> no. I'm asking these guys. I don't. Oh, so, I, that wasn't like a group anymore. I know. I know it like <laughs> probably about as much as she knows Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> so no. cassava sounds like an alcoholic drink. No, break down cassava. Christina, because uh, there's a lot of... Uh, well, I'll tell you why what, in a second. Why do you want to break down about it? It's a root. They it's a, make cassava flour. Yes. It's a paleo starch. It's a, it's a starch mm -hmm. that you can... So if you're sensitive to certain types of starches, if you want gluten-free or whatever, there's this company, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Thrive. I got these chips from Thrive Market mm. that are still amazing. The company Siete? Siete, Siete yeah. Siete. They have these nacho cheese chips made with cassava flour, and they're fucking amazing. Oh, that sounds interesting. That sounds amazing. They yeah. are. Doug's gonna pull it up right now. Look up the uh, look up S I E T E uh, chips, um, and so these guys can see what it looks like. Huh. 
And they're Santa has really good tortillas and chips. Oh, you and can, their new nacho cheese. Who does Santa? No, Siete. right there. Oh, Look at that. No, not Santa. Oh. So it's it's not oh, corn. Oh, I've seen these. Yeah, they're, they're so really good. good. Oh, yeah, they, this company is based out of Texas. Yeah, they're in Austin. Yes, when we uh, when we were out there, I saw all Green the free. all the on it people were repping this this brand. It's they're that bomb, huh? There's yeah. they're super good. Don't they, know, don't they come in like this cool box that you can order them into? I thought I saw somebody yeah. showed them on their Instagram. They're ranch like like ranch Doritos. Yes. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not. Whoa. She's not exaggerating. So tell me what's so much better about it than a, like they're ranch healthy Doritos. chips. Yeah. Why, okay. They're healthy. So why are they Look healthier? Look at the ingredients. Yeah. Pull up the ingredients so you can see. Mm-hmm. Now why would this be better than having the the grain ones? Because grains contain lectins. So fuck up your gut <laughs> there you go so you know why because, okay so look at the ingredients first ingredient cassava flour look at the oil they use avocado oil it's not safflower oil or mm, yeah. sunflower oil or some other inflammatory Coconut oil flour, ground chia seed okay yep yep okay. tomato powder nutritional yeast now this is this one is that one ranch doug Okay, no and dairy. And look at how little those ingredients, like look how small that sure. list is. Yeah, yeah, there's there's no uh, dairy in them either. Doug, can we, we used to, for Thrive Market, for the commercials, we used to do a, a box opening. Can we, I, chi- having some good chips around the place? Those, <laughs> those are the last two seconds. <laughs> he wants the chips. I do. Right I, they, I want them too. Well, it this is not delicious. the first time I've seen these. I've actually seen these pop up with all, I mean, with our friends over in Austin, I've seen them repping the shit out of this brand. I didn't know that yeah. Thrive, of course, Thrive Market sells. This Thrive will, Market sells everything. Bro, these bags Dude, will literally last two seconds in here with Justin. I promise you. Uh, yeah, you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to, we can, might need Especially to if there's nacho cheese I want to get around. my own little locker here. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I want to get my own little locker where I could put the We're stuff. We're going to end up getting mice again. You know, like you had mice? Food. Yeah. We did have mice. We did. Yeah. One of them crawled up my leg when yeah. I was in the bathroom. That's that a fun. true story. Yes. It's horrible. It was it literally happened. It was the best thing that's ever happened here. <laughs> Jerry, little Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad we killed him. He's a friend. So, dude, th- did you guys know that, okay, so swearing actually makes you stronger. There's stronger? a study. Yeah. Get the fuck out we of here. It makes fa- you stronger. We already found out that you're smarter if you swear. Right. Because we obviously were onto something. We didn't even realize it. So yeah, there was a study uh is out of the journal of psychology of sports and exercise. And uh basically what it said that there was like a four point six percent increase in power during a stationary bicycle test that they were applying uh with people allowed to swear their way through it basically well you know why i think that would work you know it's <laughs> yeah, funny like, it's, fuck and, and they were producing more power we got to remember it's not the word that Science. has the power it's the it's the, the feeling behind it and and cuss words are still taboo enough to 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 they're so taboo still they're not as taboo as they used to be they're still taboo enough though that when you say them there's an emotion or feeling behind it well that's what they relate that it's a different part it's not the linguistic part it's it's more tied to the emotional side Mm -hmm. of your brain and Mm -hmm. so it it you're accessing that and so therefore that helps to contribute to uh you know more output apparently Yep. and i think the more you cuss or the more a society cusses probably the less power it has like for example if you go to australia Pretty sure that the cussing doesn't give them that much power because they cuss like crazy. So I'm curious when we're <laughs> going to come out. They're going to come out with a study with with what is the right what's the right dosage of cussing? Yes, I think oh, it's got to yeah. be more than you're used to. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Look, look, if you're let me put it this way, I use Australia as an example because they love to cuss. One of the reasons why I love the Australian people. Um, but they'll, for example, they use the word they use they say a word that is super taboo here, but they say it over there. Cunt. Yes, they say yeah, it there yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Like crazy. I bet you if you measured their brain activity when they said that word versus like a typical American here, it's totally different because for us, 
When you say that, we're like, even now you just said it, I got a little bit, ugh. Why? <laughs> yeah. Because it's so... Well, Why me, do you think it's so taboo here? Let me hear you say it, Christina. Cunt. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. God. Hard tea. Oh, my God. That was a very hard tea. Yeah, don't let her speak anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So way too much. Duh, I don't edit like, that one out. I don't like when people are afraid of words. Yeah. It yeah. bothers me. Yeah, but that's why like, we like you. Yeah, that's, what, that's the only, no, it's not, there's a lot <laughs> the of, only reason you like we, me. we need to put soap in your mouth after that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That never happened. Did you guys ever me. get soap in your mouth? I did. Yes. Uh, I definitely did. You know what the worst was, though, was the liquid soap. Oh, oh my what? God. <laughs> you guys didn't get that? That's uh, abuse. Your mom's fucked up, bro. bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I straight like flipped her off to her face. So I deserved it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait a minute. You flipped your mom off to her yeah, face? Yeah, that's when my dad, had, you know, he-, he I'd get my anyways, finger broken. I got my it. ass kicked for that one. Let's put it that way. How old were you when you did that? I was, I was probably like 12. You know, it was, it was like a, a total like asshole. I can't even, I can't even begin to comprehend- well, what would happen to me if I flipped my listen, mom off to her face? There was there was a learning curve between me and my mom <laughs> that had to take place, and uh, on whose part? Yeah, both, <laughs> because there was there was a lot of incessant like I you have to do this, have to do this, have to do this, like on top of me constantly. And I have a breaking point, and that was one of my breaking points. You? So you leveled up with the bird, and yeah. she leveled up with dish soap. Liquid dude. soap. Dish soap. <laughs> Li- liquid soap on my toothbrush. So the, think about that. <laughs> you can't get rid of that. Like, I tasted it for, like, months. Really? Oh, oh. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold you on. Try and wash it off, and it's like you still get remnants of Could it. Could you imagine if your kid flipped off your wife or you to your face? Oh, yeah. No, my dad... Trust me. Oh, it's I got coming. My ass kick. It's coming. That's, I know it that's is. That's why I believe there's a Jesus, bro. He, <laughs> yeah. he makes sure shit like this comes around full circle. Testosterone is a hell of a hormone. Oh, my God. I, I just got it. I, I was like, Rah! I said uh, to my mom, this is exactly what I said. We were fighting, arguing back and forth. First off, I couldn't raise my voice to my mom, but I would still argue. I was an argumentative yeah, was like little me. shit. So I blah, 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 back and forth, back and forth. And then all I said was, this is all I said. I said, well, that's stupid. I didn't call her stupid. I didn't say you're stupid. I just said, that's stupid. My dad was around the corner of the wall listening the mm-hmm. entire time. And I could, and it, apparently he was listening and building up the anger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, you know what he did? He slapped you in the back of the head probably. Oh, no, I got. That's what I got. Oh, it was like a that. good time. I got stuffed between the, the, the bed and the wall. That's what happened to me. <laughs> It was it was a lot of you know it was a lot of fear stuff so we didn't like didn't get a beating or anything like that yeah but I ended up in between the bed and the wall I remember I was like this <laughs> when my legs up stuck stuck in there <laughs> and I was I didn't say she was stupid I just said that was which didn't make it any better right yeah. right I can imagine flipping so <laughs> this, uh, this fucking liquid soap that's no, I, epic I had yeah, um, horrible my mom used uh, uh, what was it what soap was it uh, the green one Irish Spring oh yeah, Irish Spring Irish Spring. Put hey. that put that in my mouth, and then she timed me, so yeah. I had to hold it in my mouth. Safeguard. That was the bar that I saw. How funny is that that we remember the brand? Uh huh. Oh my god. How memorable is that? That's what I had zest over thirty years zest ago. Fully clean. Hey, fucking... You're not fully clean unless you're zest. Sorry, I always did you remember say, the jingle. Yeah, you, would you put that's why you got dish soap in. That's why you got liquid soap in your mouth because you fucking probably <laughs> mom probably stuffed the bar. I was soap all making was, fun of it. Yeah. And then she's like, no, we, we're we're yeah. ex, you know intensifying. Knowing this. Justin, you just take the bar of soap and just eat it in front of his that's mom. Like, I like it, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. She's at all. all using Ajax. Eat this yeah. motherfucker. 
Eat this, you little shit. Oh, yeah, is that the worst you got? Damn, I can't believe you gave your mom the bird. I'm trying to think like the worst thing that I did. Christina, you was an asshole for a period there, for sure. No, yeah, I want to know. Would you guys, have you ever done that? Put soap in your kids' I've never done it. And you know what? I forgot that technique. I did too. I think I might have to. I think it's a horrible, no. Don't do that. Why is it horrible? That's a horrible technique. Because it's like, you're fucking with their health. Really? Like, oh, get out of here. Soap is... Are you kidding? Kid eats fucking dirt. That's, at least that's good for you. There's so much probiotics and bacteria. Kids are out there eating dirt and shit, putting oh whatever in their mouth. I'm not going to give them antibacterial triclosan soap. It's going to be oh organic. Yeah, you know he's got hippie soap at his house. Uh, it's going to be soap from Thrive Market. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's the good stuff. Yeah. When, just, I, when I was young, my mom left the Clorox out and I drank it and then... It almost burned my esophagus. What? Oh my what? god! Wow. Yeah, I know. You were, yeah, and here you are. You're like, worse. That's what I'm saying. Kids put way <laughs> worse scarred. shit in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. scarred. That was an accident. You but... were uh, you were eating Tide Pods before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. true. Trend wow. popping them open. Well, yeah. Trend nice and clean in there now. Yeah. Uh, nice and you know. Bleached. I totally forgot that technique. Yeah, my kids have it easy. I got to reevaluate my approach here. Now, because... has, has either one of your kids pushed any sort of crazy boundaries like that? To where you guys Bro, came can, unglued. Can I tell you something? Mm. Kids these days, and for better or worse, they're just kids are just weak sauce these days. Yeah, and I don't mean it in a bad way. No, did, yeah, I, I would I would totally agree with that. Dude, my my boy, I, now he's 13 now, so now it's different. But when he was 10 or 11, maybe maybe nine, so nine years old, he came home and we were. I'm like, how's school? And he's like, oh, someone at school today, you know, said a really bad word. And he had this look on his face of like, I can't believe I heard this terrible word. And, and, yeah. and at the time, me and my wife were like, oh, crap. Like, I'm like, can you tell me what the word was? And he's like, no, I, I can't say it. And I'm like, and so it took me like 10 minutes to get him to tell us that the word started with the letter S. So I'm like, they must have said shit or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Finally, I got the word out. Stupid. Someone at school yeah. said stupid. <laughs> stupid. You know how weak sauce that is? When I was nine <laughs> years old, the words I was saying at that age yeah. were yeah. horrible. Terrible. Horrible, horrible stuff. So it's just different. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it is different. So neither one of the kids have like done something that's just crossed the line where you were ready to throw them through a window. Nah, mainly it's it's just the not listening aspect of it that really gets under my skin. Like in terms, especially if it's me or it's Courtney, I'm like I have to I have to make a point of like really pruning this right now because yeah. it's 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 a cycle that it gets worse and worse to where they just start ignoring and then they do their own thing and yeah. like I just well, that that drives me crazy. My daughter is so headstrong which I really appreciate. I really really like that she's uh headstrong and confident, but let me tell you the the challenges with her if I if I pick a battle, first off I have to be very careful with the battles that I pick because whatever battle I pick, it's going to be a war and, and she will dig her heels in and this is going to take hours. And so I, I don't pick very many battles with her because I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to deal with this. But if I pick a battle, okay, we're going to be here for a couple hours and I'm going to have to gradually ramp yeah. up. Yeah, like I'm bringing my helmet. And yeah, and I have to like, I have to think about the punishments because whatever I say, I'm probably going to have to follow like, through. Like, what do you mean? What kind of battle is she bringing to you at that age? Like, what is she to where you oh. would actually spend an hour going back and forth? Like, with? let's say, she, let's say I told her to clean a room and she didn't, and I say clean your room and then she doesn't. I have to be careful. Like, if I say if you don't clean your room in the next five minutes, I'm gonna throw all your toys away. If I say that, I have to do it. Of course. And, and so I can't say that because knowing her, she'll challenge me and she'll be like, fine. 
And then I'll do it, and then she'll cry, and then I'll feel terrible. And then where do I go from? There's nowhere to go from there. It's like when you train it. It's like when you give someone personal yeah. training. Isn't that like one of the? Th- isn't that like one of the number one rules as parenting is like don't make threats that you can't yeah. follow through oh, yeah. on. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's like a like a major. <laughs> no, it's all calculated, and your response is all calculated too. Like you don't lose your shit. Like that's the first rule. Mm-hmm. Don't lose your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, really take yourself out and then assess it. And then get to a calm state, reapproach it, and then then you have a plan. Like I can't react. Like I've taught myself to not react right away <laughs> when I see something. I'm like, oh my god, you know, because like, yeah. it'll be like a hundred times worse if I do it that way than to pull myself out, come back. Oh, you know what? Sorry to change subjects on you, but you you just reminded me some of this this whole like uh, rebellious type of talk we have right now. Uh, the app tip TikTok. Yeah. And what did you that? think of that video? Are, are fascinating. So TikTok. That's why I asked you if it was publicly traded yet. Is this new app that I just learned about yesterday? Um, because I don't remember who sent it. Yeah, how Mike Matthews sent it to me. Is it? It's pretty new. Yeah, now I asked Enzo about it, and Enzo's like, "Yeah, all the kids are using it." And it's this app that it's kind of like Vine. I asked my son. I said, "Do you right. know what TikTok is?" And he said, "Oh, it's like it's like Vine." And they you post fifteen second videos, and uh, the reason why it's making the news is because this Generation Z is posting stuff that is uh, very... It's the opposite of what the millennials are posting. Yeah. Like the millennial generation is the pushing the cry closets and the oversensitive Super sensitive everything. Yeah, whatever. Everything. They're pushing those boundaries. Like, like there's videos like a, a black guy out there like picking cotton in the grass. Oh, terrible. And he did it himself. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, the people are... It's self-deprecating humor. That's yeah. what it is. So but they're, but they're, they're doing shit that's very controversial. Yeah, very controversial. But they think it's funny. Right. They're crossing oh, all the lines. The inevitable rebellion. No, yes. that's what... That's what, the, that's what this video is... A, this video that Sal sent to us that I yeah. thought was very compelling is... It, he's right. And... It, Kids inherently have this rebellious side to them, and no matter whether it's we have a culture, a cultural wave that's happening right now that's pro one way, the the generation coming up is going to be anti that no matter what. Yeah. So it's it's natural, which is what I always say. I don't stress out because I really believe that this is what happens. We swing the pendulum one way. Always oh, has well, happened. Well, what's and so then we funny and ironic back. about it is like this whole movement to you know liberate, accept every like have created so many more rules for everybody to abide by. Yeah. And of course people are going to rebel, you know, like well, you can't, you can't just like demand that from everybody to act like exactly like the same way. They'll re- kids will rebel against whatever their parents think is cool or tell them to do. Like that I, I guarantee you marijuana use will go down in kids oh, as, it, totally as it becomes legalized. Totally will. It's, it's cool. Just not it's cool. it's yes. cool right now. It's exploding. Everyone's getting on it now. After after they're gonna like huff gas give it give it five ten years and then it'll be it'll be it'll yeah be oh my dad does that oh yeah lame yeah, yeah. totally lame right and yeah. uh, uh you know sex is another one you know it's like this whole like everybody have sex and kids now are like eh, I think I'll wait that's already happening yep. I mean that what they talk about that in the iGen book like this the generation underneath us like millennial generation became so promiscuous that the generation coming up it's and it's so sex it's so easy to find someone to fuck. Yeah. Plenty of fish, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> tender. I mean, it really, it really is. It, it, in our generation- That sounds they, like the ads you get on the, you know, the- Adam's so strong right now. Yeah. Find no, somebody no. to fuck. It, it, was, it was like a lot of work as a kid to to find someone to hook up with. I mean, you you might go to four bars that night and strike out completely because yeah. you don't find the right person that even likes you, where, man, you could sit on your couch and line it up before you even go out, mm-hmm. and then you're lined up for your, your night. So- it's become so easy that it's not cool anymore. Yep. Now yeah. it's not cool to hook up because well, like it, it, it takes more self-esteem.
self-disciplined to say no. So when I asked Enzo about this, Enzo said, and I said, dude, I said, this article is saying that there's this like this wave of rebellious kids. And the way they're rebelling is they're going the opposite direction of millennials. And they're saying super controversial shit, uh, whether it be sexist, racist, whatever. They're joking about it and laughing. And this is everybody that's on there. I, and he, he, you know what he told me? What? He said that there's this wave of young conservatives yes. that's starting to grow. Yes. All these kids who are like, I'm a conservative type of deal, which was never cool. You know what I I'm want saying? to circle back to the debate you and I had almost uh, 100 something episodes ago, to episodes ago when you told me to watch that Netflix thing where the kids are fucking everybody. And I said, and you're like, man, I'm really worried about this culture. And I'm like, dude exactly what's going to happen. It's going to become not cool to do that. And yeah. when, it is exactly what we're seeing now is the opposite. It's not going to be cool to fuck everybody because mm. it is so easy to do that. So I never worry. I, it's it's amazing how we are, how we are as humans and as a society as a whole. It, it, and now that we're even more connected, what we're seeing is the swings are faster now. Yeah. Some, but in the past it would be like, you know, for, and we use cigarettes as an easy example of, you know, how, how cigarettes came on the scene, how long, of a swing, the pendulum, and then it came back. Where now when we see crazy shit, it may be a sharp swing, and everyone's like, ah, freak out, I can't believe we're doing this. But then it comes right back really quick. Yeah, because movements quick, happen so fast. Yeah, because how quick we can connect with each yeah, other. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if these swings happen. But one thing that's, that's very predictable is kids are rebellious, and they'll rebel against... It's, it, it reminds me of... Mm-hmm. I had friends, I had some people that I, I trained a long time ago, became good friends with them, and these were, they were a couple, they were super hippie, super free love, super like, you know, like extreme in that direction. And their, their, their daughter became this hardcore, like Christian conservative person, obviously rebelling against her parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, that's the predictable thing about kids. Right. So maybe, maybe we should change our approach at home. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think about that all the yeah, time. Start acting like an whatever asshole. they're into. I'm just gonna get into it like a hundred percent. Yeah, if it's know? something that they're you don't like, want ah, them to get into. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Exactly. Today's squad is brought to you by Maps Anabolic. If you're looking to maximize your overall muscle and strength, Maps Anabolic is the perfect place to start. With a full 30-day money-back guarantee, there is absolutely zero risk. So what are you waiting for? Go to mindpromedia.com and get started today. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Quiqua. The first question is from Connor Desmond. Both CrossFit and Spartan claim the winner is the fittest on earth. Who is right? I think they're Ooh. both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, you know what that reminds me of? It's like when you see a coffee shop and the sign says, best coffee in the world. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Uh, 100%. So How the hell did you get that? The best yeah. coffee in the world. Yeah, we just gave it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think they say this because they incorporate a lot of different attributes of fitness. So, like CrossFit, you get stamina, you get endurance, you get strength, you get mobility if you compete and you're good at it. Spartan, same thing, you know, strength, stability, uh, you know, stamina, all that stuff. Endurance. Now, to be, and I think like Adam's right, I don't think anybody, I mean, how do you, the fittest has to be context. Like, fittest for what? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fittest Spartan racer is the fittest Spartan racer for Spartan type races. There's clear lines between the two. Like, if you were to ask me who would be better at, at a marathon run, uh, those two, well, the Spartan racer would be. Who would be better at deadlifting? Well, the crossfitter would be. It'd yeah. be whatever. 
adaptations those those guys are chasing when they're prepping for either one of these sports. And okay, I'll set up some context. Okay, okay. it's the it's the apocalypse and oh, okay, all right, zombie apocalypse. You need to survive. Yeah. Who is more I'm going likely Spartan? All so, day. so same. All day. Yeah, that's what I would say because yeah. a Spartan racer can climb shit. They can do they burpees. Get away. Well, here's where here's where I'll challenge that. The CrossFitters got a bunch more muscle mass on them, so they have a pl- plenty more stored energy. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. A bunch more muscle mass? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. CrossFitters have a lot more muscle mass than a fucking tough mutter. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's because they, okay, they use more steroids. Spartan, Sp- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sure it's creeping into there too. Spartan racers and tough mutters. Well, I, yeah, are, I'll take that back because of the uh, look at Ben Green. The lifts that they I do. Love yeah, ben. yeah, yeah. Ben's you know, a good friend of ours. They're lifting, but the wind weight. blows and it knocks him over. <laughs> no, yeah, no. he's like a buck oh five. They're just doing bro. it really fast. Listen, listen. Let me explain. Listen, Linda. Listen, 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 Linda. Having a lot of muscle is not beneficial in a survival situation. Having maybe a lot of fat, having a, a metabolism that's more efficient and a Spartan racer who trains with that type of endurance and stamina has a more efficient metabolism. CrossFit depends on the zombie too. That's I'm a good be point. honest. That's a good point. I'll take that. I'll take that. If it's like, what is it? 36 days later, or whatever, those crazy ass zombies that are sprinting at you, you know, you want to get the hell out of there yeah. quick. Yeah. I mean, if we're in one of those movies, right. And, and I had to pick who I want by my side, a CrossFitter or a, a Tough Mudder guy. I, I don't know. I'm, I kind of want the, the the CrossFitter guy. Now, which which one? How about this? You ever seen him throw a softball? Who? Yeah, they, <laughs> you know, might need him to throw some dynamite or something uh, crazy. What? <laughs> just saying, like, throw some t- <laughs> just randomly, just, yeah, or a grenade. Who know? would you? Okay, how about this? Uh, well, I already know who. who yeah, but the throwing spears. Yeah, you know, I, I challenge that. Yeah, okay. that's okay. that's more. You do throw a spear in that. Okay, which which set of skills has more utility? Spartan. Spartan. Spartan for sure. Like, you're going to... That's not true. Way more utility. You climb rope. Okay, CrossFit climbs ropes. They throw softballs. They uh, walk on their hands. You never know when you might have to do that. You're right. That that could come in handy. Right? You do something. Okay, if a boulder falls on you, you want the CrossFitter with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have a power lifter. Boulder? If a boulder fell on me. Right. But I mean... But between that and the Spartan racer. CrossFitter. Yeah. I'd rather look like a champion CrossFitter too because... Maybe because they're on roids, I don't know, but they look more bodybuilderish. So, that's, <laughs> and that's more of a look right. that I would want than the yeah. Spartan type of look. I mean, here's the thing: they're mm. they're, they're really both good at doing what if there was hard a, shit. They are. What if it was a what if there was a war? How about this: a war of uh, an army of CrossFitters versus uh, versus an army oh of Spartan CrossFitters uh, are whooping their ass. No way. No. No. They're they're, they're big targets. Correct. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They're no, they're, bro. Big, bro. stronger. They're. <laughs> Bro, look at the top. Imagine them both charging at each other. Yes. If they were like stabbing each <laughs> yes. other with like little yes. knives but or Christina something. Christina said, imagine a hundred CrossFitters running at a hundred Spartan racers. What happens when they collide in the middle? War uh, is a game of attrition. Uh, so Spartan, they're, they're they, they got run away like archers until they, they shoot them to death? from the, you know, from distance. Listen, let me, okay. Listen, look at the top, Linda. look at the top warriors in, in our military. <laughs> it's getting crazy now. It is. Yeah. Look at the top warriors in our military. Have you ever met Navy SEALs like and Rangers? They look like CrossFitters. No, they don't. They look more like Spartan racers. No, they yeah. don't. Bro, the average mm. Navy SEAL is like 5'9", 5'10", 
lean. They're not massive. They're 165, though. They're not fucking 125. A Spartan racer is not 125. A 5'6 Spartan racer is fucking 125. 5'9, 5'10. Maybe Doug can look up the average. Look up champion Spartan racer and then look up champion crossfitters and let's look at them next to each other. There you go. Well, what do you define as fitness, though? Because asking who's the fittest. So then. What does that mean? Oh, well, that's context well, matters. Yeah. Yeah. We have a different, I think, uh, definition than yeah. what they would think. For me, fitness personally means uh, being healthy, having longevity, and being able to be strong enough and fit enough to do the things I want to do. If I could pick between having CrossFit fitness and Spartan look at fitness, that kid. I'd want to be the CrossFit. king of Spartan. Look at him. Put that kid next to put next to the king of CrossFit. Yeah. And that kid, look at that guy. All right. You, you, he doesn't yeah. eat two meals. He's fucked. <laughs> yeah, really? Two meals, bro. He's fucked. He looks like a Navy SEAL. Yeah. Where? That, those guys, all those Spartan racers. One do. guy. That he's not. Those aren't even the best. Go to the top where you were, Doug. Said the king of the king of Spartan. Yeah. All the way to the top. Yeah, I don't right know. there, top right, king, the king of Spartan. Put the yeah. king of Spartan next to the king of CrossFit. Yeah, and then and then look Search up king of CrossFit, and then look up Navy Seal. No, look at king of CrossFit. Yeah, and see who what they look like more. Look at they can swim. Don't they have to swim in Spartan? Champion CrossFit champion. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, look at that. They look like fucking bodybuilders. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I'd rather look like that to be quite honest. No, with the you. dude right there that looks like a Navy Seal, bro. Rich Froning looks like a Navy Seal. No, he's way too big. Well, a Navy Seal on steroids. That's what he looks like. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Do you think that steroid use is more prevalent in CrossFit? I, I do. I do now. Yeah. I, yeah. After talking to Romano. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, I, I mean, I, I speculated on that, mm-hmm. but hearing him talk about it and the conversations we had off air, I'm like, oh Jesus, it's way more than oh, I thought. Yeah, there's more of an endurance component for sure. Look at those seals. Just to recover, it makes yes, sense for me. They look like CrossFitters. They do not look like Spartan racers. They don't look jacked, bro. They don't look jacked at all. They look lean and functional. Because no. you got to be able to last. Justin, we need you for the, the killing the, machines, the dividing uh, the. the well, I'm a skill guy, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decipher which one provides like the more unique skill set, you know, that I'm that I'm looking for. Because CrossFit for me is just this like muddied, hot mess of, uh, you know, attempts at different skills, but just like, you know, speed their way through it all and find a cheat code there. Yeah. Listen, if I'm drafting one of them to be a SEAL buddy of my mine, but and I got to pick one. physicality, I think you're right. They have that advantage. Uh, whereas in terms of like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go for somebody that I want to survive and like make a camp and, uh, you know, go the long haul with, I'm going with, uh, the Spartan race. That's right. And so, you know, that's war is, it's so, a, it's I, war is attrition, you know, I'm bro. kind of conflicted. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's hard. He's in a conundrum because yeah. usually he always agrees with you, <laughs> but, but he also what hates What are you talking CrossFit. about, dude? No, I, I take yeah. your side quite that's, a bit, man. And really, then he gives me shit. That's really the and truth. And then I get in your line and then like, you give me shit. Fuck out of I really want to get on board with you here, but you're fucking backing CrossFit right now. I, exactly. I, I that's my real conundrum. Yeah, I, like, I can't really give them any oh light that's, that's shiny. Yeah. It reminds me of like, when, when, uh, how funny was it when we get, when we're traveling? <laughs> And we'll we'll get in line to get or you know have to put your shoes on the thing and go through the metal detector, and and there's Adam will pick one line and I'll purposely pick the other line, and then Justin's always like, <laughs> I'm in this awkward shuffle. Yeah. You know, so, you know, if we were to actually say uh, the fittest on earth, I and if if fit it, if fittest encompasses health, then I could argue that the the two of them, neither one of them, fall in that too extreme. Yeah, because if you're a champion CrossFitter or a champion Spartan racer the level of extreme training that you're going through in yeah. order to be a champion in that sport is got to be unhealthy Yeah, mm-hmm. for anybody. Yep, the, yep. Just the wear and tear on the joints, the the constant repetition, the pounding of the body, the, 
I, I, the stress that you're putting on yourself. Extreme I, performance does not equal extreme longevity. And yeah, health. fitness. If you yeah. if fit, if we're they're, using they're fitness and we're trying to say that like as in fitness and health, then I would I would argue that neither one of them. No, are. the healthiest person is going to be someone that does a little of everything. Uh, they know when to press and stress their body, and they also know when to pull back and relax their body. And it's not the extreme athlete. Extreme athletes. Or they're healthier than the average, you know, fat, unhealthy American, but they're not healthier than somebody who takes a health approach with fitness. Yeah, they should have called it like the most resilient to like gauntlets or something. Mm. You know, like something stupid. <laughs> the like one that. that can take the most punishment. Yeah, the most punishment taker. Mm. Or what, what we think is going to be around longer. Isn't mm. there like a standard fitness test like they used to do like NPE or something? Yeah, the presidential fitness. Uh, we used to get presidential fitness awards. Did you guys yeah. get those, by the way? Yeah, totally. I got the I got it. So what you used to do is you used to have to do pull ups. I got the pull up one. Yeah, I yeah. did. Well, I did really well as a, as a kid. You didn't get the general one. Was, was dips no. part of? I, I know it, the the there was like the mile run, which I, I did well in that. But I'm I'm trying to remember if there was dips or if that was just with the school specifically because I broke a record at the school for dips. No, yeah. I don't think that was in the national one. Well, pff, yeah, it should have been. It should have been. <laughs> did you? I would have killed it. You didn't get the national? No. Oh. So I the way they broke it up at my school. So this was when I was in seventh grade. You had all the things you had to do, the sit and reach, the pull-ups, the right. I think push-ups, the run the mile. The I don't remember all of them, but I, I remember I did really good. I did better than anybody in my class for the pull-ups, mm -hmm. but that was it. I didn't beat everybody else on everything else, so I didn't get like some big But there award. were standards you had to meet to get oh, presidential. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember which ones I, you missed? I don't think I missed anything. I think I... I, think I, I Passed all the yeah, standards. I made the oh, then you got the But I'm saying I got the. We didn't get. I didn't. I don't remember getting like an award. Maybe a certificate. There's only like yeah. ten. Yeah, pull maybe I got, I maybe got a certificate. Yeah, no, I did like fifteen. Yeah, I did like ten. Yeah. Crushed everybody. You did. I did sixteen. Wow. <laughs> no, you're awesome. That's funny. Don't I remember? They oh, that's weird. It. Actually, you know, one, two, three, four. Yeah, <laughs> I had one more than that. All right. Next question, please. Right. Next question is from Mallory Galazuski. What are some killer snowboard prep exercises? Uh, Great question. I put this up here because Taylor actually was uh, has been hounding me for this because he's uh, going to ride on uh, New Year's. Does right? this mean he's going to listen to the show now and listen to the answer? Yeah, no, that's no, what I'm going to make him. I'm going to be like, I told your answer on the on the podcast. You have to find it. Uh, so I, I, there's a there's a, a lot of different things you do. There's two things that I always do, and this has just been kind of staple. I've been snowboarding for uh, you I've been prime those hips, right? I've been I've been yeah I've been snowboarding for as long as I, I have been lifting weights. So when I was lifting weights, I remember the first couple seasons I never did anything to try and prep myself, and then uh, later down the road as I became more educated in the field, I, I learned okay there's some things I should do. The hips, what you pointed out, Justin, wasn't something that I addressed until I got older. Mm -hmm. uh, the two exercises that I, I love to do are uh, tempo squats with an elevated heel. Mm. So I'll get like the, the, the half foam roll and I'll elevate my heels uh, really high on the on the half foam roll. And then I will do really slow light. I don't need heavy weight. In fact, uh, tempo and slowing slowing it down is more important than pressing a bunch of weight because I'm trying to mirror the similar type of in intensity that I would uh, going down the, the mountain. And when you're on, when you're snowboarding down the mountain, you're on the balls of your feet a lot. You're on the balls of your feet uh, as you're cutting, carving back and forth and your, your quads just are on fire and you're, that's where your people are typically sore. So I, that, uh, I love ice skaters for this. So talk about a, a move that I normally don't program into somebody's program uh, where I, I do see uh, some validity to it. Uh, this is an area where I would do ice skaters. 
and then 90-90, like doing the hip, hip, hip mobility work like you were saying, mm. Justin. Those are kind of my three go-to uh, exercises or movements to include if I know I'm getting ready to go on the mountain. And I just rode for the first time in over, over two years because I didn't ride last year because of the Achilles and had a great ride. And I was teasing my, my nephew, who's only 20, 22 years old. And he was like, oh, I'm so sore. You're going to be so sore, old man. And I was like, I was fine, bro. I was totally fine. I primed. I did I did all those I did those movements leading up to the week before I went and rode and didn't get sore at all. You know, the, the when you look at skiing versus snowboarding, it's instinctual to think that the, the things you should prepare for are the same, but they're actually quite different. Uh, skiing is a little bit different because your, your foot is locked with this long ski, which now lengthens the lever that your foot would be. Now, why is that important? It creates a lot of potential torque and twisting torque on your, uh, on your legs. And if your hips are, have poor internal or external mobility and strength, then you get a lot of knee injuries and you see that in skiing. Snowboarding is a little different because both feet are attached to the board. You're locked in. So they kind of protect each other a little bit, right? So you don't get the knee injuries as much. Believe it or not, you know what the most common injury in snowboarding is? The wrist. Wrist. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's important for in well, injury prevention to- Tailbone too. I mean, it's one or the other typically, if you, especially if you're first starting out with snowboarding where you're going to get a really sore butt because you're constantly falling back. And then it's either your wrist is going to help kind of uh, absorb a lot of the impact or it's going to be your butt. And it's like one of the two. Otherwise, it's you know worse, which is like your head or something like that, which is going to be a nightmare. But- um, yeah, that's definitely something to account for is that no, you're in a, a fixed position. That's a really good point. If you're, cause I'm not, Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, I got to strengthen, you know, make sure I prevent knee injuries. Cause they're thinking skiing. It's different with snowboarding, right? Cause you're locked in. Both legs are on the board. Well, you, what you bring up a really good point. And the way my mind is working right now is I'm a snowboarder who's been riding for a long time. I don't fall down. And so I'm not even, I'm not even taking into consideration how I would be prep a brand new snowboarder versus someone me i'm thinking i'm going to be riding down the hill non-stop performance my, yeah performance my quads are going to be on fire i want to make sure that i'm mobile i want to make sure that i'm strong in now that when position. you're cutting back and forth on a snowboard and I'm, by the way i'm speaking from a completely inexperienced position I, i'm not a snowboarder i've just seen it so i'm breaking it down from what i see you, when you're cutting back and forth you're are you moving from toes to heels to move back and forth to, to cut yeah yeah. So, so that's a lot of ankle uh, strength, yep. I would assume, and which most, is why I also like the elevated hills when you're doing that, or tippy toe squats. Like that's some, squats. Yeah, now, what about the tibialis? I would imagine that your tip because most of us never train our tibialis muscle, and I would imagine that that would get fatigued like combat by combat stretch and yeah, trying to cut back. Yeah, right, that would be a good one. To Does that happen to. often? Yeah, you're you're a little more heel side than you would be toe side. No, it's not. It's it's more common to to dig heels in than you were to, to dig your toes. In. Yeah, Although so you you're do. pulling up like this, mm -hmm. you're going to be mm -hmm. using the tibialis quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, there's it's it's less of pulling up as much as it is as leaning back. So mm -hmm. you're you're leaning more back on it. But yeah, ankle mobility absolutely. Like I mean when I primed before I did my I did all my basic priming that I would do just to do my exercises. Mm -hmm. That's the irony in it, right? It's not that different. Like combat stretch is is what I did. 90-90 work is uh what I primed before I left. Uh, and then the training that I was talking about, that's the only real difference uh, that I changed up. The, and, the, and for me, yeah. I was thinking more performance. I wasn't thinking of what things I would do to combat the beginner snowboarder who's probably going to fall on their tailbone. And, and, right. and you're right, wrists are really common. Mm. Uh, people don't have their wrist yeah, mobility. Yeah, the only thing I would add in terms of something for anti-rotation with some kind of like a lateral uh, pull where... 
Um, I'm not allowing my hips to uh, basically move and rotate at all. So that way I'm, I'm getting more of that control uh, over these rotational forces because like a lot of times where people get into trouble is when it, things get away from them and, you know, certain movements cause your upper body to turn one way, your lower body to turn the other. So just to be able to stabilize quickly and really like, um, you know, have control over that would be huge. And there's a lot of lateral stability I would imagine that you need, right? Because you're facing, you're going down a hill. That's why I like sideways. the ice skaters are like a go-to for me. I mean, yeah. I, that's the only time I really use them. There's no other application for me really. Yeah, for, you have to be real comfortable with that. Yeah, you know, ice skaters in my normal movement. routine, it's kind of like whatever. It's not something that I, I think it's a staple move. But if I know I'm going to be snowboarding, uh, absolutely training up into that, uh, I'll... Just me perfecting that move leading up into snowboarding makes a world of a difference. So I would imagine then, especially for a beginner, you probably want to do stabilization lateral exercises like uh, a side plank to to, to create strength and stability in the the lateral plane. Um, And also, you, you said ice skaters. What about a Cossack squat? Cossack squat. A Cossack squat. Wouldn't yeah. that be also, you know, mm-hmm. good for something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Um, and then lots of core, uh, of course, core strength. I, you know, I hate saying that because it's such a. I know. Yeah. You, you core. You need a lot of core strength to do I this. Forget, Everybody says that about every activity. Yeah, I forget so what it's. It's almost like a tube walking, but basically you have a band instead, and you're holding it out in well, front. No, we did a we did a great. We did a YouTube on that a long time. Yeah, ago. we did a good. Uh, you know, do search mind pump anti rotational. So we did an anti-rotational series that all those movements would be great. And it's what Justin, what you're alluding to right now is your your arms are extended. You're holding on to a band. So you have a band distraction while you're doing like a, a lunge, which would be great. I mean, that's would be a great. There's there's So there's a lot of creative things you do that. I mean, for me, keeping it very simple by keeping the joints mobile and priming them correctly. And then uh, just to be able to increase the stamina that I'm going to be on the balls of my feet by doing these really slow tempo squats with my heels elevated. How long do you prime before you go snowboarding? Before, like, right before I get on the mountain? Yeah. Well, the 90-90 I had to do before I left the house, right? So it, I'm not going to get down on the on, on snow and the concrete and <laughs> uh, get all wet and stuff like that to do the 90-90. But I did my combats in the parking lot. So I did like a, a combat stretch in the parking lot like when I was there. Now, were, did you feel like you were – because I know when I prime versus when I don't prime and I work out, I'm in the zone right away when I prime. When I don't, it's like I got to do three or four warm-up sets. Did you feel like that with the priming? Were you able to get into it? You know, that's a that's a really good question. Like, uh, I don't know if I if if I felt that from that. Um, that's hard. It's hard to tease that out and say that. Because there's so much skill. Yeah, well, yeah, and not to mention, for me, I've been riding for so long. It's like riding a bike. Like, dude, does somebody prime their body, then get on a bicycle, and then go like, wow, this bike ride is fucking mm. way easier. It's like well, snowboarding is way easy for me. It's mm. not... Uh, I've been doing it for so many years that I'm as comfortable in locked into this board as I am walking down the street or riding body, that neural pathway. Like that's what the priming process is. You've already done that for many years. Right. It's not like, yeah, that's going to aid in like sometimes when you're at that level where it's just comes automatically. uh, I I would assume that, you know, you know what I noticed and I pieced this together. I don't know how long after high school that I was riding when I started riding with headphones in. Man, when I listen to music, and this is why I like to ride by myself. You know, the last time I rode, I went up there all by myself. I'll put my music in, and I get into flow state, and that's where I really notice my movement gets. I get my movement gets better from the the mental focus and the flow state 
than the priming and everything else that I do. Well, the priming gets the muscles ready, but there's so much skill involved with with that activity. You have to be in that headspace. Didn't you say you use Brain FM? Yeah, I used to use Brain FM. When we first started to do stuff with Brain FM, uh, one of the first things that I applied it to was snowboarding. And I was like, fuck, this is crazy. I mean, I know it's a big difference. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I, 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 You can get it, though, from music, too. So, like, it, the similar to the effects, not as... I mean, Brain FM is, like, scientifically produced for that. Mm. So, obviously, it, it enhanced it that much more. But music gives me a similar feeling. If I get into... Like, I have, like, a snowboard list that's different than my workout list mm. and things. And it's a, it's much more calming type of music than it is... Uh, intense. Mm. Like I'm not listening to, you know, fucking like Mortal Kombat, or Metallica, <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> on the <deal. laughs> yeah, it's much more. That was a reference for you there. Yeah. Uh, Lost could, her completely. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Christina, Mortal Kombat. Bring it, girl. Yeah. All right. Next question is from the Lab Strength. Hypothetically, if you were stuck in a gas station for a week and there was nothing else around, what would you do or eat to stay healthy? Twinkies. Yeah. All the way. Mm. Next question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would uh, fast for most of that. That's Beef for jerky. Sure. Yeah. Gas stations aren't that bad nowadays. Well, you know what? That's, Depending where you are. That you do not find... eat sushi. Oh, oh. no! Sushi. I say that Have somebody. You done that? No, my wife's one of her uh, friends that works with her um, came into work and was just just looked pale and green and just awful, <laughs> right? And she, she sushi was, at a gas. She's station. done it a few times and like told everybody like, "Yeah, I just had this sushi." I mean, it's weird. Like, I don't know what's wrong. She had like the worst food poisoning ever. Like, oh it God. knocked her out for like a week after that. And I'm like. Hello, sushi at a gas station? Like, you don't see any red flags there? <laughs> you deserve to get sick. Yeah, I was like, so come gross. on. That's so gross. Yeah. What are your guys' go-to foods at the gas station? Beef jerky. It's yeah. a, you always get jerky. Yeah, I do. do. Jerky. I, I do uh, beef jerky is like a, like a go-to, because yeah, every peanuts. gas station has beef jerky. Mm. You can yeah. count on beef jerky and cigarettes there, for sure. Those beef are the two, <laughs> two things that every gas station Boom. 100% has. That'll keep you alive. Right. Yeah, I like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a cashews. I'll always, because you know when we do our road trips, I always, you guys know that, I always go in there and end up buying buying mm-hmm. cashews and if i'm gonna get anything else it might be it might be jerky depends on the kind of jerky not mm-hmm. all beef jerky it's not all created equal some of the jerky in there's like like slim jim that's not really the same thing it's yeah. just processed meat it's just like condensed in a tube yeah, yeah. I, I i and then they have bars now and but bars again aren't usually great uh I, i'm surprised that the last couple gas stations i went into had kombucha Oh yeah, in the gas station, which yeah. I think is insane. That is interesting. I thought that was pretty hilarious. But what what else is good in a gas station? There's not much. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean jerky, cheese, nuts. What? There's got to be sometimes some cheese. they have canned fish, um, fruit. They have fr- oh, fruit in a lot of gas stations. They do actually. They do uh, dried fruit. You can get dried fruit as sugar. long as it's not spr- no. As long as you get a candy bar, yeah, yeah. as long as it's not sprinkled with all kinds of sugar. If you get dried fruit, that's gonna be here any- a while. Get a Snickers, Funyuns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, how about this? What's Coffee. The, what's your favorite worst like bad uh, food from the gas station? Mm. Oh, um, so the you know when whenever you've got when I used to get high sometimes like. <laughs> You would go to the gas station, right? And there was these orange cupcakes from Hostess. Ew. It sounds disgusting, <laughs> but it was the most magical thing I've ever had. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, orange cupcakes? That hurts my stomach just Yeah, it was it. like I could never do that again. Wait, are, they're yellow or orange? They're like yellow. With yeah, the like kind of orange, yeah, like an orange frosting. Did it have the, the white? Yeah, and it's got stripe? the white cream in the middle. And like but did it have the stripe over the top? Good. 
Did it uh, have like yeah, the yeah, yeah, it's got the little I love those. Yeah. Are they called zingers? Yeah, well, there are zingers that are like it too. But I love yeah, it. was the hostess version. If I was going all in, I'm going in with uh, a Cancer Coke, Funyuns, and Mike and Ice. Mm. Ooh, Mike and Ice. I'm all in. Mm. If I'm all in on that. Like, we, don't, we don't need to survive. There, oh, they are, yeah, they're, they're there it is. Cupcakes? Orange cupcakes. Yeah, they're actually really so. Are they? Do they taste like orange? Yeah, like artificial it's got orange? like a citrusy, yeah, kind of. When I was I don't like that. when I was 15 years they're, old, they're good. I went on this mission to bulk. I'm like, I'm gonna gain mass at all costs. And what I did was, is I bought, I went to the grocery store because I've been working since I was like 13 and a half, 14. Went to the grocery store, rode my bike there, and bought boxes of these cupcakes and zingers. Yeah. And I bought. The, oh, those little pies? Yes. I knew and it. The home run pies. Home yeah. run pies. They're four for super do- cheap. Four for a dollar. Yeah. Yep. And Come on, I, what kid didn't eat those? And they have fruit. And I bought <laughs> I, I bought a bunch, bought a bunch of whole milk. And what I would do in the morning is I'd wake up before school, I'd wake up a little early, and I'd pound 500 or 600 calories worth of these cupcakes. And then on the way to school, I would chug oh a- God a half a quart of whole milk because I did the math on the couch. We were so healthy. Did it work? I gained weight and developed a dairy intolerance. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the bonus. Super successful. That's exactly, you know why I know I, that's how I caused myself to have dairy intolerance, Christina? Because I started out with regular milk and I did that okay. until, I, until I got diarrhea. Okay, you guys have heard of big gulps, right? 7-Eleven? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there was such a thing as double gulps, but my brother used to drink double gulps of cherry Coke. Oh. Do you remember that picture I took? It was like we, this big. When we first started Mind Pump, I took it. There's a picture, I think, way back on my- It was thing. like a gallon. Yes. I forget what they call it. It's like a super duper gulp. Yeah. It was It and was along those lines. Yeah. And I think it's like two liters. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a two liter mug. Oh, yeah. With the handle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're That's talking about. That's fucking insane. Yeah, Someone would put that down, drink like that. drinking a liter of Coke. I'm surprised he doesn't have diabetes. That's a construction just... thing, dude. That's like you get you, early in the morning, you pick up. You... Those guys eat so terribly. Oh. Yeah. And that's why you still see construction workers that are overweight. And you think, how can you be overweight? You're freaking swinging a hammer all day long. Right. You start off with donuts and then you drink, you know. 94 ounces of, of oh, soda. Powdered donuts. All day. Oh, and then I just for, eat that when I work construction. Yeah, and then lunch is fast food. Yeah, or the taco, taco truck, right? Always, yeah. always. The dashboard burrito. Mm. Do you guys ever do that? No, what's that? Uh, so you take one of those frozen burritos. The team like, Gulk. Look at that, dude. 128 ounces. Team Gulk. Team Gulk. Oh like the whole God. team. Yeah. But it's just you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the dashboard burrito? I want to hear about this. So you take, it's like a bean burrito that has cheese and, and beans, obviously. And uh, what you do is you take the frozen one, you put it on your dashboard of your truck, and then you work, you know, half the day. And by then, <laughs> the sun cooks it like to a perfect temperature at lunchtime and you eat it. What? Wow. It's very science. scientific. Yeah. Fucking science. That's insane. You know what else I used to Construction get? Construction workers know what I'm talking about. You know what else I used to get at the gas station that you don't? I never really got anywhere else for whatever reason. It's special to the gas station, and it's the worst, grossest candy of all time. But I don't know. I liked it. Circus peanuts. Oh yeah. It's the the They're big kind of orange, like little light, uh, little foamy, foamy things. Yeah, it's yeah. like a big spongy piece of sugar and it's not a peanut there's no nut or legume kind of kind of reminds you of like insulation a little what? bit uh pull, pull up circus peanuts doug so she we could show <laughs> see right there it's like a it's like a i don't know how yeah, to explain be careful it. how you word it interesting yeah it's like a 
Those are disgusting. They're, it's like a marshmallow kind of Those are disgusting. <laughs> they look gross. They are disgusting. It reminds them. me of like packing, like those? packing insulation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Love, Ooh. love circus peanuts. I sue for the the, sl- the slushies or the slurpees. Yeah, slurpees are good. They have yeah. such a weird texture to them. I love. That's why I love about them. Are they mm. soft? They're, they're softish. Yeah, they soft. They're they're, they're awful. Spongy. Yeah. They're aw- it's like the it's like the candy. Is that, it like a meringue? It's like, like the, it's a candy that your great grandmother has in her cupboard <laughs> that she's had for fucking forty yeah. years that nobody wants. That and the Werther's original. Which I like those you better. Break your teeth on those stupid yeah. things, dude. Yeah. I like butterscotch discs too. That's my no, other favorite. No, no. Candy. That's I'm, I can get down with that jam, but those are awful. <laughs> You My dad used you, to You eat couldn't those. open a bag and throw it on the ground and hope that rats would eat it. They Circus wouldn't even touch peanuts. it. I used to crush those. That's do you guys <laughs> do you guys remember do you guys remember those candies that you would see at old people's houses and they were in a, a they were usually like in a Werther's? No. They were in like a The hard candies? They were hard candies, but they were all different. C's? Mm-hmm. No, they weren't C's. They were hard mm, candies and they were C's. all different and some of them were like multicolored. Oh, like the strawberry were, wrapping one? They didn't have no wrapping though. So that if you left them long enough, you try to lift one, the whole thing would come yeah. out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no, I don't. They are old school candies. If Doug, if you find them, Doug, you get a bonus. Because <laughs> old school candies. Yeah. Old, call those? Old school, out find that. old school grandma candies. I don't know. <laughs> they're so, they're, they're, they're good. I like, I like old people candy. I did, I've never met anybody that likes like these circus peanuts. <laughs> Prune suckers. Yeah. Dude, circus candies are amazing. These are the things, you know where you get these too? You get these at the 99 cent store. Yeah, you That's do. where they sell these fucking yeah. things. They still sell those? Yeah, after they're 20 years old. Oh they make it to the 99 cents. People, wow. They try and sell them for $1.99 at Safeway. They nobody, don't buy, nobody buys them. Yeah, they, they, then they get shipped to the 99 cents store they the next decade. They remind me of those soft mints. Like what are, do you know what I'm talking about? No, like, those are good. Those oh. are really good. Those are good. That's what they kind of look like, though. Darn. Is it that same texture? It is yeah. similar. To, it's kind of similar to that texture. Oh, okay, but those mm. actually taste good. They like melt in your mouth. Yeah, no, those are good. Those These are are bottom good. line, they have like the worst shit in gas stations still. Yeah, they do. They're better now, depending on where you go. Well, I mean, you're in LA. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. You're in yeah, LA yeah. gas stations are different. <laughs> Hella bougie. Go, go I-5. <laughs> yeah, 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 but they yeah. sell incense I at open. the gas yeah. station. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Tofurky. Tim Imbo, what's a part of the business you have to do on a day-to-day basis but absolutely hate doing? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Instagram. Really? Oh, yeah, I can't stand it. Oh, that's a, that's probably a good... I was going to say one of the things about this this partnership that we created, it's been really cool to watch us all kind of naturally fall into the things that are our strengths and, and to hand off things that we typically don't like. I mean, if there's a part of this business that one of us does not like, you're probably not doing it. I mean, I think we've done a really good job of allowing those that are are great at that or like doing that to do those positions and to not have to do the things that you don't really like to do. I would have to say with Justin, you know, there is there's a there's a pressure to and I feel it more now than ever. Uh, we, we definitely created a monster with uh, being very active on on Instagram and social media and answering people's questions and responding to everybody it's gotten to the point now where it's impossible. I, I can't at all times I'm behind 50 to a hundred DMS. And so if you're listening to this right now, it's, I apologize. I'm always trying to to get to all of them. So that can be a little daunting sometimes and frustrating because, you know, we preach on this show a lot about uh, being disconnected mm. from your phone. And if I were to execute this every single day, it would require me now to be on my phone almost two to three hours straight of just answering. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily the interaction or 
uh, having to answer questions or, you know, I actually enjoy that quite a bit. I think it's, um, it's approaching every day, like a unique thing. Like, it's like trying to like think of something that's clever or, um, like entertaining or like some kind of some value or it, it just, it's just another one of those things that you're like, well, they've heard everything. Like what else can I really like put out here that isn't stupid and, and been done to death. And I, I don't know. I think it's just, one of, I overthink it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Too much. It's a tough question because I've never, I've never been in a position where I, I like everything. Right. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even the thing I like the least is, yeah, I still I like, like it. Exactly. I like it's it way more than it. anything else I've ever done. Uh, I don't mind Instagram as much as I mind when we do like funny, silly things on video. And it's not because, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't like stuff with a sense of humor. It's that when we're supposed to be silly. So like when we did the Christmas cards, you know, that was fun and stuff, but it's, it's hard for me to do it when I know I'm supposed to do it. Like, Oh, Sal, <laughs> you got to be funny now. I don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm, it's stressful. It yeah. has to happen naturally for me. And so that for me can be more difficult. Like if, if Taylor tells us, okay, guys, I want you guys to go to this gym over here. You're going to work out in a funny way. You're going to make a video about it. It would be more difficult for me, but even that's fun. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's really not. Well, I know I didn't like, yeah. I hated the YouTube. So I hated YouTube doing that. And you know, fuck We did that, um, for 400 and something videos for the first two, mm -hmm. two years of doing that. We did that. Um, I didn't, I never liked doing that. And the reason why I didn't like doing it is it, it, I'm a, I'm a very outgoing person. I love people. Uh, I like communicating. I, I don't get nervous in front of crowds. Uh, but the this idea of, you know, pretending like I'm talking to somebody who's not there because mm -hmm. um, I'm staring at a camera all by myself or with Eli or Taylor behind the camera. And, but I'm pretending that I'm talking to the masses or I'm speaking to this kid who wants to build his chest. Right. Or I don't like the pretending piece. I just don't do well with that and so i really didn't like doing that now i'm very competitive with myself so like just and justin's like this sal's like this we're all like this where if there's something that we don't like it doesn't mean that we quit it we quit it or we decide like i'm not going to do it i became competitive with myself like okay i'm going to master this or i'm going to get good at it mm -hmm. um and so I, I i learned to like the things that i don't like by becoming competitive with becoming better at it and so that was the approach with the YouTube channel, but I couldn't be happier to be away from it now, now to have somebody like Danny who thrives in it, that loves doing it, which is to me that being a great leader or, or a great team player is being able to be okay with that. Uh, and it's, we, I don't think I could do this without the partners that I have because we, we don't, we don't all have these control issues where we need to be in control of everything. All of us are okay with stepping back and allowing somebody who either excels at that or loves doing that. And that's a perfect example of something that I really hated doing for two years now. Um, it, but I needed, it was it was a necessity that I did it for that long. Now that we have somebody in that position that can do that, I think does a better job than I do and loves doing it, that's a win all the way around. Mm -hmm. So I can now move myself out. Yeah, no, yep. I, I don't mind talking to the camera. It depends on the context though. Like if I'm just talking to the camera or interviewing someone, I enjoy that. Like I, all not as much as I enjoy podcasting. Nothing, nothing comes close to podcasting, but I enjoy it. Now, if yeah. I'm doing an exercise demo, then I can get kind of bored with the process uh, on camera. 
but nothing that we do compares to sitting down and podcasting. This is what I enjoy doing the most. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. hands down. This wins. Yeah. Hands down. There's nothing that compares to having good conversation with smart people, with people I enjoy talking to, because the truth is if we didn't record this, I'd still have this conversation. I'd still want to do this. Mm-hmm. So this by far is, is one of my favorite things. Uh, the other favorite thing I enjoy doing is I really enjoy the creative aspect of what we do. Mm-hmm. When we are coming up with new ideas and new angles of how to communicate certain things and new ways of working with our po- partners and sponsors or new programs that we're creating or you know different you know angles that the you know examining the market and seeing where it's going and how we're gonna we're gonna work with it. That kind of stuff gets me really excited because it's challenging and it's fun at the same time. And so it never, I feel like it can never get boring. You know? Yeah, no, we've done a good job again of, like I said, of, of, I mean, there's a lot of things that Justin does that I fucking hate. There's a lot of things that Sal does. I fucking hate. There's a lot of things that Doug does. I hate, yeah. but I don't do them. That's, yeah. I mean, that's really what's made this really magical is, um, I mean, when, when Justin sits down and has to write cues and oversee the projects of us, uh, redoing all the programs and managing that whole process. Like, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want nothing to do with that. When Sal sits down and writes a fucking 5,000 word document, are you kidding me? That would take me two weeks to do what he does in three hours. Yeah. The, the shit that Doug has to do is sit down and, and to edit and to, and be constantly working with the bookkeepers and, Oh, that shit. I would never, I hate all that stuff. So you keep in contact with everybody we've come you know across and all that like that's totally not one of my strengths. So. Yeah, everybody's yeah. everyone's really naturally fell into the things that they enjoy that they do or that they do really well and it has allowed us to continue it's it's what makes this thing really exciting even after 4 years and to see where it's going to go from here is because we've done a really good job of you know we're all okay with doing something that we don't want to do, you know, you do the things you have to do now so you can do the things you want to do later. So all of us have done any, anything that's being done in this business right now, all of us, or at least one of us has done that for the business at one point to understand it and to manage it and lead it. But we're all okay with delegating it out and being on with being done with it and moving on to another part of the business. Yeah. What a, what a great, what a great situation to be in because it sucks to have to do things that you really dislike uh, as part of your day to day job. It's a reality, however. So I think that the mm-hmm. best approach to that, because maybe give a little advice. I don't think everybody has the same kind of, you know, they don't, they don't have the same opportunity maybe, or the same situation where they can do that. And they have partners like we do. I think uh, a, a good uh, word of advice I can give on this is find something that you like about the thing that you hate doing and focus on that part of it. Otherwise it's going to be a nightmare. Drudgery. And what'll end up happening is just avoid it. Like if you hate bookkeeping, You'll be one of those business owners that never takes, you know, next, never takes care of that stuff and has no idea where money's going and coming from. And that's a massive problem. Yeah. So find something that you like about what you hate doing and do it, or hire somebody to do it because it won't get done otherwise. In, in my experience, at least. Um, and with that, go to mindpumpfree.com and check out some of our free guides. We have a guide on there that will teach you how to get your squat to increase in weight. So if you're a pretty good squatter, but you want to get it higher and you want to build more strength, check out the squat guide. But we have a lot of other guides on there as well. Again, they're all found at mindpumpfree.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. 
Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. Mind Pump.